Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome to the life and Torah of our leaders. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners. We are live with First Beis Madrash as we are Tuesdays 11.30 a.m. So today we're going to talk about the Ksav Seifer Zechrein Levracha, whose yard site will be Shabbos Yud Tes Teves, his 149th yard site. He was Nifter December 31st, Tuf Reish Lamed Beis, that's 1871, and um, that's So, of course, the Ksav Seifer was the son of the Chassam Seifer, who we talked about on his yard site um, at the end of Tishrei, Chafei Tishrei. His mother was Sarah, the daughter of Rabbi Kiv Eger, and the Ksav Seifer as we'll see his name in a moment, was their first was her first son. And she actually had a hard labor. And uh, some Tamidi Chachamim came to the Chassam Seifer and said, why don't you daven and help her out, so to speak, that her labor should be hurried and uh, she should have her child already. So the Chassam Seifer said an interesting thing. He said, my son's going to be a tzaddik. And it says, V'zorach Hashemesh uvo Hashemesh that when one tzaddik comes into the world, that means another tzaddik has left the world. Hashem always takes care of Kla Yisrael, and as a tzaddik leaves, the tzaddik comes. So in order for my son to be born, that means to say another tzaddik has to leave this world. So if I'm going to rush my son to come into this world, so that by definition is going to shorten the life of a different tzaddik, and I don't want to do that. The Ksav Seifer in his Shuvis in Yardea Kuf Memches, he writes, Beirech lakachti liyoy meladeti, I'm taking a bracha for my birthday, Aleph the Rishchidesh Adar, the first day of Rishchidesh Adar, which is really uh, Lamed Shvat, and that's when his birthday is. So he was born on Aleph of Rishchidesh Adar, Tov Kuf Ayin Hei, 1815. A week later, on his bris, Zion Adar was his bris. He was named Shmuel Binyamin. Shmuel was the Chassam Seifer's father. And Binyamin was named after, and they used to call anyone who was named Binyamin, they would call him Wolf. So he was Shmuel Binyamin, who was called Shmuel Wolf. So Shmuel was the Chassam Seifer's father, as we just said. And Binyamin Wolf was for his great-uncle, Rabbi Yamin Wolf Eger, who was the son of the first Rabbi Kiva Eger. Not the Chassam Seifer's father-in-law, the famous Rabbi Kiva Eger that we know about. We talked about his son, Rabbi Shleime Eger. That's not who we're referring to. Rabbi Kiva Eger's grandfather was called Rabbi Kiva Eger Akadmain, the first Rabbi Kiva Eger. He was actually a Rav in Pressburg. He's buried in Pressburg um, in the in the Chalkas Rabbanim, a few Kvarim over from the Chassam Seifer. And he had a son, so I guess that would make it Rabbi Kiva Eger's uncle. So, um, and his son was named Binyamin Wolf, and that's who the Ksav Seifer was named for. And in fact, in Yaridea Kuf Vav, the Ksav Seifer writes, Reisi B'tshuva, I saw on the tshuva, of Doid Shalzakeni, my grandfather's uncle, Hakadosh Mar Yisrael Merenera Wolf Eger, Asher Nikroshmi Alav. I saw on a tshuva from a Wolf Eger, the one who I am named after. Now, when he was um, six years old, he went through many, a few different, I should say. His son writes five or seven different terrible sicknesses that he went through. And because of that, they added on the name Avraham. 
So when he was six years old, his name became Avraham Shmuel bin Yamin. And in each one of these sicknesses, he was misukan. He was deathly ill until the last one he actually was on his deathbed. And as a famous story, they called the Chavra Kedisha already. The Chavra Kedisha lit candles around his bed the way the Chavra Kedisha had a minute to do. The doctors told the Chassam Seifer that from their vantage point and from what they could do, there's no hope left. And the only thing is left in the Chassam Seifer's hands. The Chassam Seifer went to a corner of the room and he davened. And while he was davening, the young child of Ram Shmuel bin Yamin gave out a cry and he screamed, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad. But a little bit after that, he started to feel better. And he had a refuah shalema, and the doctors told the Chassam Seifer, we, know, we now know, that you performed this miracle. And the Chassam Seifer was overheard, muttering to himself, so to speak, or saying quietly, that I was able to pay a for a yoivil shanim. I was able to accomplish for 50 years. And that's really what happened. He lived, the Chassam Seifer lived for 50 more years, and he was nifter at the age of 56. Um, and it's well known that at his bar mitzvah, the Chavra Kedisha gave him a present. They gave him the burnt down candles that they had lit by his bed to show him who he was, that he was living out there. And that those candles, burnt candles, went over Beirusha and the family. Um, there's a famous, there's a story that Rabbi Lebelzer came to the Ksav Seifer's grandfather, a grandson, I'm sorry, in Yerushalayim, the Das Seifer, and he wanted to uh, see something, and he showed him these candles. So these candles um, are in existence in the family of the Ksav Seifer. When he became Bar Mitzvah, so I didn't find anywhere what his drasha was, but it's brought down, he said a drasha, but his father's drasha at his Bar Mitzvah is printed. And that's printed in Chidushe Chasam Seifer al Hatayra, Parshas Mishpatim, page Kuf Yud Gimel, over there at the end of the shtickel, the Chassam Seifer writes, all this I said on the second day of Rish Chaydash Adar, Shabbos Chaydash Parshas Mishpatim, at the Bar Mitzvah of my son. And in that piece, he talks about why a Bar Mitzvah Bachar is called a Bachar. He should be called a Bachar, one who chooses. Now that he's Bar Mitzvah, he has the ability to choose between, and he needs to choose between good and bad. He should be called a Bachar. So he writes, the Chassam Seifer says no, because he is a Bachar, because Klai Yisrael has been chosen by the Rabbeinu Shalaylam as his nation. So now he, he joins the ranks of the chosen, so to speak. And he says that's why he's called a Chassan, a, bar bar, a Bachar Bar Mitzvah is called Chassan HaBar Mitzvah, because now he's entered into the bris of Torah, and Torah is Mu'urasa, it's sort of like a chasana between Klai Yisrael and the Torah, so therefore now he is called the chasan. And those are just some snippets of what the Chassam Seifer said, um, what's brought down that the Chassam Seifer said at the Bar Mitzvah of the Ksav Seifer. He learned a little bit um, with a Talmud of the Chassam Seifer named Official Seifer, a famous Talmud, no relation to the Chassam Seifer, but he had the same name Seifer. But Be'ikr he learned from his father. In the year of his bar mitzvah, when he was 13, he got engaged. And in fact, in Tshuvah's Chassam Seifer, in Chayesha Mishpat Kuf Peites, he quotes, he writes about Bini HaChassin. However, later on during that year, the Chassam Seifer broke the engagement and he wrote in a letter because we heard that the girl, Kilkala de Rachel, something, uh, she wasn't uh, staying on the proper derech, 
and therefore it wasn't a good shidduch. When he was 17 years old, his mother was Nifter, and in that same year he got engaged to Chavaleya, the daughter of the Gvir, Hatzadik Rabbi Yitzchak Weiss from Garlitz. And while he was a chassan in that kufa, there are letters that he wrote to Rabbi Kiveger and Chuvas Rabbi Kiveger, Kuf Tzadiches, and a few letters there that he wrote in this kufa to his grandfather Rabbi Kiveger, who was Nifter not long after that. And in fact, if you look in the Gilyan Ashas, on the side of the Gemara in Gitin, Daf Gimel Amid Beis, over there, the, the, the uh, Rebbe Kiveger in the Gilyan Ashas writes a kasha, and then he says at the end, Afterwards, my grandson, Harav Shmuel Binyamin, wrote to me that this question is in a, in a, in a certain sefer. So he had a, a, a connection through writing to, with his grandfather, Rebbe Kiveger. Um, before his chasana in the summer of Tov Kuf, Tzadi Gimel, his chasana took place in a place called Kamarin, and in fact there's a letter that the Chassam Seifer wrote to the Rav of Kamarin um, about his travels from there. And But before the chasana, the Bezdin of Pressburg gave him smicha, calling him Meirenu, the cover the chasana. So he was all of uh, 17, 18 years old. And after his chasana, he lived in Pressburg in his hometown, and his father-in-law had promised to support him for six years. Um... In Tav Kuf Tzadi Ches, he finished a, uh, a Chibur Gadol, a great Sefer, a big Sefer on Masech Gitin. That was his first, uh, one of his first Svarim. The Chazam Sefer said about him that my son knows how to learn better than me. He says, I happen to know more just because I'm older, but he really knows how to learn better than me. And in one place, he told one of his Talmidim, I'm sure that a Malach comes and learns with my son. I don't know what those words exactly mean, but that's what the Chazam Sefer said about the Chazam Sefer. Now he wanted to train him to be a Rav and to be able to answer Shailas, Halacha Lamaisa. So the Chassam Seifer would get Shailas and he would send them, give them to the Chassam Seifer to look over and to offer his opinion and sometimes even write a tshuva on those, on those Shailas. And in that way he was uh, grooming him to become a Rav. In the year Tov Kuf Tzadi Tess, the year before the Chassam Seifer, was Nifter, he was Nifter in Tafresh, uh, Tishrei of Tafresh, so that's the beginning of the, of the year of Tafresh. So a few months prior to that, he had told his son to start saying a shir to the Bnei HaYeshiva of Pressburg um, every Shabbos, and his Sava, he wrote, Matoiv, and it would be very good if my son could say a shir berabim. A day before his Petira, of the Chassam Seifer's Petira, the Kila came to him and told him that, you know, he bez Hashem Shavar but he's weak, and it's time to give over some of his jabs to his son, the Ksav Seifer. And he put his hands on his head and he gave him a bracha, a bracha that took a quarter of an hour, 15 minutes to say. And he started off the bracha and he says, I'm sure the Rebbe Vegar will stand on your right side to help you. And my grandfather, the Mahar Shashach, remember we talked about him, in, uh, in the Shir and the Chassam Seifer, will stand on your left side, and a Malach Hashem will stand on your head, Malach Hashem Aroishoi, and they will give you Siyata Dishmaya, and they will give you Hatzlacha. And on Chafei Tishrei, Tafresh, the Chassam Seifer was Nifter, and at the Levaya, the Avvezdin of Pressburg, Reb Daniel Prostitz, got up, and he said that he accepts on himself the Rabbanus of the Chassam Seifer, and he gave an announcement, 
Rabbeinu Mazel Tov, you are our Rav, Mazel Tov. And the thousands that were there all, the, all answered after him that Mazel Tov on he becoming, becoming the Rav. The Ksav Seifer then was Masbid Ribkive, uh, the Ksav Seifer, and uh, two weeks later, Antes Cheshva, and he was Masbid him again in the Shul, in the main Shul in Pressburg. And when the community heard his Hesbid, they walked out of there, Besimcha, and they gave praise to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem gave their Rav, someone to replace him. And they said, Ayin Ba'ayin Nira, it's very clear that the Shefa of the Chassam Seifer is continuing onto the Chassam Seifer. And as we feel the continuation here, we can feel the Chassam Seifer giving over part of his power, or some of it, or all of his power for that matter, to the, to the Chassam Seifer. He was all of 24 years old, and in Tshuva and Arachayim, Yusim Yuches, he writes, Hoyisi ben Chof Dalit Shana, I was 24 years old when I became the Rav, Veniskayim bi, and it was Mekuyim in me, the Pasuk, Al Yoshuv Dach Nichlam, that a poor person should not be turned away embarrassed. Dach is Dalid Chaf, which is 24. So he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mekayim in me, that even though I was a Dach, I was all of 24, Al Yoshuv Nichlam, I wasn't turned away in embarrassment. I had Siyata Dishmaya, even though I was such a young Rav starting off to fill my father's shoes. In the first tshuva in Yaredeya, Simon Aleph, he writes, Kibal melochis harbe ani. He says, I'm very busy because I have many, many different melochis, different occupations, different work that I have to do. He wore many hats, the Ksav Seifer, and we're now going to go through and categorize him um, melacha by melacha, so to speak. The first one was leading the kehila. The Rav would have to darshan, um, Eight times a year. Eight Rashas, those were Bekviyas, those were the Set Rashas. There was the night of Rosh Hashanah, before Tkiyah Shaifer, Kol Nidre, Shabeshuva, Ches Teves, the Chesam Seifer also, many Rashas were on Ches Teves, and in the Hakdama to, to uh, Rashas, Chesam Seifer, it says there, because that was the day that the Torah was translated into Greek, and that was the day that there was a, a lowering of Kavad Atayra in the world. So the Chassam Seifer would darshan on that day. And the Chassam Seifer would as well. Zayin Adar, which happened to be the day of his bris. And that's a day he used to be Masbid Gedoyle Yisrael. It was Maishu Rabbeinu's yard site. Shabbos HaGadol, and during Sviras, the eighth time is when he would talk to the Chavra Kedisha. There were other drashas at times, but these were the ones that were on a consistent basis. His drushes talk about raising up the Kavadat Torah in the world, in the city and in the world, Shmira Shabbos, bringing up your children with Torah. And in the early drushes, like Tafresh Hay, like five years after his, uh, his, his, um, say, Tafresh Hay, Tafresh is 1839, 1840, so Tafresh Hay is 1845. He writes that in our Kehillah, Klilas Yoifi, this beautiful Kehillah, still in in this place that's in Kal Nidre of Tafresh Hay, so that's really 1844. Um, and however, he writes, This is based on a pasuk that talks about the Chorban Habayis that from the north, from Bavel, they're going the Bagad is going to come, and he says him in, in Pressburg from the north. Probably that means from Germany, 
the conservative, the Ascala, the bad is coming, and they want to make breaches in our kehila. Um, in uh, numerous drushes, he talks about people are Mechal Shabbos, our puzzle for Eidos, for testimony, or for making oaths in Bezdin. He, wrote, he said in, a few times, he said, Oyli also Gerali, woe is to me that it's been my portion to be a Rav in such a Dor HaParotzazeh, in such a Dor that there's so much Pirza, there's so many breaches in Tyra. And if you look at the later drushes in the Tafresh Lamids and that, that neighborhood, um, there he already talks about the Pirtzas that have come into the city. He talks numerous times at Kal Nidre about women who didn't go to the mikvah and were machshil their husband in Isr Nida. Um, so these were drushes that he gave to the Kehila. Part of taking care of the Kehila was Chesed and Staka. His brother, Reb Shimon Seifer, the Rav of Krakow, in his Hespit he says, if I'm going to tell over all of the Maisim Atoivim, how much he did good things with people, Hazman Kotzer, the time is short, not one day, not two days would be enough to list off all of the Chesed and Atovas that he did. He took care of Aniyim, Mamonis, Yesoyimim, Tamid Chachamim especially, he would send weekly presents to them, um, he made many funds, Chaburois, for Tzedakah and Chesed, and specifically one called Teres Chesed, which was to give a stipend to poor Tamid Chachamim Shetirasim Umnasam, who they learned the whole day. So that was part of his Anhaga of the Kehila. The second hat that he wore was his learning and the Yeshiva, which was his main focus, was learning Torah and the Bnei HaYeshiva, as we'll see now and throughout the rest of this year. He would say many times in his chuvas, Ein Toiv Alatayra, he would quote. In one letter he writes, Ein Toiv Amiti Alatayra. There's no, the tr- nothing, the true goodness is only Tyra. And um, his Hasmada was something, Lahafli, um, it was something unbelievable. His Hasmada, his Talmud, who wrote a sefer called Beis Ephraim, not the famous Beis Ephraim, and. Um, Rabbi Ephraim Margolis, not him, a different Talmud called the Sefer Beis Ephraim, he writes that Chemdas Nafsha, his desire would be to get up, get up after midnight and learn Be'iyun, and learn Be'iyun intensely. Another Talmud, Rav Zussman, said that he was once in the, in the springs, the bath springs in a place called Midling, and the Ksav Seifer was there, the doctors had sent him there to rest up a little bit, and he met him in the morning, and the Ksav Seifer told him, before Shacharis, I already, I already wrote four chuvas on all different types of inyanim. And he would say, Even though I'm exhausted, Hashem gives to the Yoyev Kayach, There's nothing else in my life that I want other than to learn the Torah Daisha. And this was on the weekdays, this was on Shabbos as well. He would get up after midnight, he would learn Mishnayah Shabbos and Erevin. In Shuvah's Ksav Soifa or Achayim Memches, he writes that once went to visit Frankfurt to Davin at his grandfather and his grandmother's Kvarim and the Tzadikim there, and someone gave him a present, the Shisha Sidre Mishnah of Rabnasan Adler. And he writes that every Shabbos morning, when I get up early in the morning, I learn from that Mishnayis. It's interesting because he's, he, he brings a, if you remember when we talked to Rabnasan Adler, Rabnasan Adler didn't write down any Torah. He would write like dots and lines to be Miramis that there was a, he had a kasha there. 
So actually, in that tshuva, the Ksav Seifer says he's handling a certain Mishnah with someone, and he writes, I see there's a little dot on that Mishnah from Ibnus and Adler, and probably he has the same question that we have, and he says a Shlickel Taira. That's how he came into mentioning that uh, Mishnayis. But that's what he says, he used to get up early in the morning and learn from that Mishnayis, Shabbos, and Erevin. Um, in the years Tafresh Chaf Aleph, Tafresh Chaf Beis, he was very sick with Yisurim, terrible afflictions and pains, and he wasn't really darshaning much in the city, and um, they wanted to to bring another darshan to come in and say Jerushas in the city, um, because he was focusing more on the Shiurim, and he didn't want to, as we'll see, he didn't want to waste time, so to speak, on preparing Jerushas. So he was asking him to actually bring another darshan in, and uh, they first wanted to bring Rebbe Israel Hildesheimer, and um, they actually told him that you'll have the same, same perks as the Rav, you'll be like the assistant Rav, the Mishnah Larav. And uh, eventually they got someone named Rafaish Fishman, and his Talmidim were upset about it because they said, you know, you take the place of the Chassam Seifer, but we're going to bring someone else to take the place of the Chassam Seifer. And his family wasn't happy about it, and they were afraid he'll lose his whole Rabbanus. And truthfully, after he was Nifter, there were a lot of people in Pressburg who wanted this Refaiv Shvishman to become the Rav. But the Ksav Seifer says, My focus is learning Torah with the Talmidim. And I can't waste my time. I'm being darshaning Bagada. This is my primary focus. And if it's because of that I lose the, lose the covet of the Rabbanis, I don't care, he says. Just interesting. Uh, interesting. Um, and uh, in, in many tshuvas, he writes, in Ebenezer, Simenun, he writes, Nech bazani I'm sorry, I'm in a rush to get back to my work. Talmidim, to learn with the Talmidim. Um, in another tshuva, in Yeridea, Kufnun Aleph, he writes, I waited till the end of the week for a time that I'm able to answer this tshuva because in the beginning of the week I'm busy with the Talmidim. In Evan Ezer Chafei, he writes, I left this till the end of the Zman. So even though these were tshuvas, people were asking Shailas Lahalacha, still he held learning with the Bnei Yeshiva came first. Um, in uh, another tshuva, in Archaim Pedalit, he writes that when, you sent, when I received this tshuva, I was very busy. Because it was the beginning of the Zman, learning Halacha and Taisvis, and I had to be, uh, and I had to uh, take care of the Talmidim, Ulipakeach to make sure they have everything that they need. He had a yeshiva of 400 Talmidim. 400 Talmidim learned in Pressburg in his time. He used to give a Shir Ion on the first three days of the week. On the fourth day, we call it Wednesday, was Chazara. Thursday was Bechinas. Every half a year was a Bechina. That was a Shir Ion. Um, Besides for that, every morning he would give a shir in Shulchan Aruch Arachayim, every night in a shir in, in Shulchan Aruch Yeridea. And he spent a lot of money supporting his Talmidim, especially the poor ones, marrying them off, finding them jobs. And in fact, before he was nifter, the one thing he was crying out that he was upset about was yeshiva, yeshiva. He wasn't necessarily crying about his family, but he was worried about the yeshiva. And there was a very big gvir of Wolf Rothschild from Frankfurt who used to send tremendous amount of money a few times a year. And he once told, asked the Ksav Seifer, he says, you're preparing Rabbonim, 400 Rabbonim, where are you going to find 400 jobs of Rabbonus for these Talmidim? And the Ksav Seifer told him, I'm only preparing two or three of them to be Rabbonim. The rest of them, I'm preparing them to be Balabatim, who understand that you know that you have to get a Rav 
like the Rabbanim that I've made. So I'm preparing Balabatim to understand how to accept on themselves and to make sure they hire the proper Rav. And in fact, many of his Talmidim during his life were the Rabbanim in Hungary, at least 40 I think was the number, and either half or more than half of the Hungarian Rabbanim of the next generation after him were all Talmidim of the Ksav Seifer. His third hat that he wore was writing chuvas, responsa, to people asking Shailas for big chalakim, chuvas ksav soifer. And most of the chuvas were written in the middle of the night. They all, many of them start off, ka'ar biker, in the early morning, or nagi, also in the early morning. Um, in Ebenezer, Simon Sadi Beis, he writes to his son, the Shevet Seifer, and he writes, I, I have a few moments now, ka'ar biker, before, after I finish learning my eon, and preparing the shear for today, that I'm going to say in front of the Talmidim. So I now have a few moments to answer you, and I'll try in the short amount of time before Shacharis. And after three, three or four columns, he writes, it's time, and therefore I have to shorten what I'm writing. His brother, Reb Shimon Seifer, in the preface to Chuvas Ksav Seifer, he says, the amount that he learned and he accomplished is Lamaila Minteva Anushi. It's how to understand how it was humanly possible to be Mechadish and to write everything that he did in his lifetime, especially because he was a very weak person his entire life. Like we said, he was very sick as a child, and he continued to be weak, and we said in, uh, there was a time he was sick with Yisurim. And he had so many tears, he said, so many things taking up his time, the Tzibur, the Talmidim. On him and similar to him, says Rabbi Shimon Seifer, we say what Chazal say, Mokam Haram Eina Just like the Aran Kaidish and the Kaidish HaKadoshim didn't take up any physical space, so too on my brother, the Ksav Seifer, and others like him, they somehow are above the constraints of space and time, and therefore they're able to accomplish so much. In Arachayim Simin Pegimel, he writes that Minu'urai Hergaltif, when I was young, I accustomed myself not to look in the later Svarim. He calls them Achroini Achroinim. And his son, the Shevet Seifer, in his own Chuvas, in Shevet Seifer Yeridea Simin Tess, he writes that my father would say it's easier for him to be Mechadish something on his own than to take time to look around the different Svarim. And the Shevet Seifer writes, I really wanted to write in the beginning of the Chuvas Ksav Seifer, that people shouldn't wonder why is it the Ksav Seifer says his own Chidushim when some of these Chidushim are found in the contemporary Achroinim. And I wanted to write that he said himself, he doesn't look there and he's Mechadish on his own, but I forgot to do what he says. But that's really was the Ksav Seifer's derech to learn Be'iyon, be Mechadish on his own. His father's Piske Halachas obviously were were ironclad by him, were, were Kaddish, and not only his Psakim in Halacha, but even the way he acted, Halacha Lamaisa. For example, in Arachayim Simon Kufchaf, when he talks about sleeping in the Sukkah on Shmini Atzeres, we eat in the Sukkah Shmini Atzeres. What about sleeping? It's a big machlaikis amongst the Rishainim and Akrainim. So he writes at the end of the whole tshuva, he says, And I saw this Halacha Lamaisa, that my father, after the meal on Shmini Atzeres, would go down to Lediras Keva, he would go to the regular house and he would sleep there. And he says an interesting thing. He says, probably my father saw this by his Rebbe, Rav Nassim Adler, and the Rav of Frankfurt, his Rebbe, the Hafla. Now there were times that his conclusion was not exactly like his father's. 
in some tshuvas. But he writes after that, like in Yaradea Kufnun Ches, he says, even though I don't come to the same conclusion, but that's not halacha lemaisa. Lemaisa chos lizara da'aba. How, for, it's like forbidden for the children of my father, Avuan shall Yisrael, the father of all Klai Yisrael, Lahakel, to be lenient in this. After my father, the Zokin, the Tamachacham, the Zokin of all of Klai Yisrael, has Paskin. So even if he didn't necessarily come to the same conclusion, but not for Halacha Lamaisa, he was a Mavato himself to the Chsam Soifer. Um, he, he writes in, in Arachayim Simen Samach Zayin his covet for other Rabbanim. And he writes an answer to someone and he says, But I'm only answering you, That the Rav of your city didn't say not a full thing, not even a half a thing about it. And he continues, he says, All of my days, I never said a halacha If there's a rav who paskins, I'm not stepping on anyone's toes. It's, it's, you go with the rav. And in fact, in Tshuvas Yeridea, Simon Sadi Zayin, a fascinating tshuva to the Divrei Chaim of Sanz, Rav Chaim Halberstam. The Divrei Chaim in Tov Reish Yudches, he visited the bathhouse in... Uh, in Alta Oven, which is Buddha, the Buddha of Budapest. We mentioned that the last week or the week before. And he found that they had, in those bathhouses over there, they turned it into a mikvah. There was a mikvah there. And the Divrachim found what he felt was a lot of problems with the mikvah. And he wrote a letter to the Ksav Soifer that he should be, be together with him to passel the mikvah. And the Ksav Soifer answered him, he says, I don't know why you're knocking on my door with your pen. Why didn't you ask the Dayanim of that city? They know everything that's going on with the bathhouses. And for sure they have a Kabbalah from Rabbi Seyam Hagoinim, why they were Machsharit and for what reason they were Machsharit. And he says, Chas v'shalom, I'm not like, you know, being Maharer, Achar Hagoin, I'm not saying anything against you. He says, I'm just coming to be Ma'irer, I'm just coming to ask, like, why are you coming to me? Go to the Rabbanim that are there. He says, I really wouldn't even look into this Indian at all. I wouldn't even be ma'ayit afilu iun ma'at in the Nidain, except mipnei kvaidai. Only because of your covid, I don't want to turn you away. But really, if there's rabbanim there, it's not my business. And that's what was his derech. Now the Mishabura quotes Chuvas Ksav Seifer nine times, according to my computer search. I'm not such a big bucky. One of the times is actually a repeat of uh, a different time. He's just saying, look back at what I quoted the Ksav Seifer different times. Really, it's eight times. For example, in uh, Hilchus uh, Duchening, he talks about a Kayan who can't keep his hands up all the time. So he says he's allowed to put them down in the middle by the singing and put them back up when they say the words. Or he talks about in Kuf Chav Hei, also by Duchening, a doctor who his job is to uh, check out Mesim, and he's a Kayan, so is he allowed to, and he makes money on it. So it's not enough for him to accept that he's going to stop being Metamel Amesim. The Ksav Seifer says he has to make a Nedr Barabim, because since there's a financial uh, um, uh, part of this, so we're afraid that he's going to give in to his Yetzirah, so he has to make a Nedr. Um, there's a very famous one in Hilchas Yantiv, Tafkuf Yodalit in the Bir Alacha, about lighting a Yartzeit Licht, when a person has Yartzeit on Yantiv, if it's called a Ner Levatala or not, is that a candle, a fire that's necessary? And the Ksav Seifer says, since people think it's a Ner Shal Mitzvah, Lekavet Avaisav, maybe you're allowed to do it. 
Um, and that's in Hilchas in, in Hilchas uh, Chalamayid when he talks about Hilchas Avelus and Tavkuf Memches when he talks about someone who someone a relative passes away on on Yantif. So he says that the candle that's lit all of Shiva says the Mishabura, you if you are you allowed to light it on Yantif even though the actual Shiva doesn't start till after Yantif the Mishabura says you light says you light the candle immediately so could you light it on Yantif itself so he says look back at what I wrote from the Ksav Seifer by a Yartzei candle Ulechayra and it would seem Huadin Khan so and there's a few other places those are just a couple of the places where the Mishabura quotes the Chuvas Ksav Seifer. So that's his third hat, is his chuvas. And now what about his fourth hat? His fourth hat was being a manig, a leader of Klai Yisrael. The Maram Shik, the Talmud of the Chassam Seifer. When he was masked with the Chassam Seifer, he says, you know what we have to, to, to uh, mourn? We have to mourn that a person, a gavro dava bechid a man that we were afraid of. He was a person whose fear was on us and anyone who listened to him. He was someone who was a, a real leader. And that's what we're mourning. Um, and in fact, you know, just bringing things together from the last few weeks, we had when the Aruch Lener in 1844 by the Brunswick Conference, where the Reform were making Takanis there. Um, so he sent a letter to the Ksav Seifer. Now the Ksav Seifer wasn't even 30 years old yet. Right? The Aruch Lener was 20 years older than him. And uh, he asked him to try, remember there was, the, the Aruch Lener got Rabbanim to sign a letter against it. Eventually it was 300 Rabbanim who signed against it. And he wrote a letter to the Ksav Seifer that he's the one who should rally the troops in Hungary, so to speak, the Rabbanim of Hungary, to sign against the Brunswick Conference. So he was already involved then at a young, you know, at a young age of less than 30. Um... At that time, when the reform was making problems and the Ascala, and they wanted to make quote unquote tikkunim, fixes, so to speak, in Klal Yisrael, the Ksav Sefer was very, very makbid not to change any minig and any takana. Even on Kali Shabakalis, the most small thing, he would say, in the big kehilas, in the big cities, that the Haskalah and the Reform now, you know, have overtaken, they didn't start off with big things. They started off with small things. And small things went to bigger things and bigger things until eventually, Tavu Shari Atayra the gates and the walls of Shtayra and Yira have sunk in. And the, he says we should always keep those cities in mind to remind ourselves it started with something small, we're not giving in on anything. And in fact, in Archaim Simon Yud Beis, there was someone who wanted to start duchening by Shacharis, not just by Musa Van Yontif, by Shacharis as well. And the Ksav Seifers refused, and he said, especially in these times, that we're trying to struggle to keep old minhagim because of the people who are making trouble for us. And you want to bring in new minhagim? It can't, we can't do such a thing. We have to make sure that we keep everything as is. Especially, he says, if we start making up new things, that's what they have tainas on us. They say we do things at whim. We make up new things, and we say things are not negeya. So we have to keep the mesaira as strong and as pure as it is. And in many of his chuvis from that kufa, he would end off with chizuk. For example, in Archaim Tzadi Aleph, when he talks about May Peres Ein Machmitzim, talks about fruit juice making dough chametz. So he writes that Hakadosh Baruch Hu should get rid of all of the thorns in his in his vineyard. And he writes, and Kiloyanuach Shevet Haresha, we don't want the Rishoyim here. 
So with those who are quick to make to become chametz and to make chametz. So it's a play on words about the tshuva of chametz to refer to the people, the reform, who were going off and ruining things. Um, in another tshuva where he talks about doing mitzvahs, it's called chavilois, bundles or numerous mitzvahs at one time. So he writes like in a rhyming way, Lishmar velasais mitzvahs chavilas chavilas, I should be zaycha to do bundles of mitzvahs, bal yakvuni mechavlei ker Hashem tzvakais. I shouldn't be withheld by those who are coming to destroy kerem Hashem tzvakais, the vineyard of Hashem. Um, and... Um, he says in another tshuva with somebody who wanted to start having us, he wondered why we don't put on tefillin, second day of Yontif. He says, do we keep Yontif? That's a minuk. But how is that mevato, the mitzvah of wearing tefillin? And um, the, the, uh, the Ksav Seifer says, uh, he, see, he writes a, uh, a whole tshuva about it. And then he says, the reason I'm writing, it's a good question, but I write in order to make sure that the minuk of Yisrael remains it remains strong, even though it's uh, it's maybe hard to understand. The list on piyamikatruging, and to close off the mouths of those who accuse us, that tell us sometimes we're makel, sometimes we're machmer. minig I want to show that every minig of Kla Yisrael has strong foundations to it. In, in 1869 to 1871, in in Hungary, there was a very big. Uh, uh, a very big parsha of the Jewish Congress. The government wanted to make a Jewish Congress, and the Haredim, so to speak, and the Fruma, they felt that this was a way that the Reform, the Neologs, as they were called in 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 uh, in in, uh, in Hungary, the Reform, and maybe the Modern. There were different sects of them um, that they would now the Haredim would now have to follow the majority, so to speak, of Jews, and this was a way of getting the non-from or the reform or the Haskalah to control what goes on in Jewish uh, Hungary. And the Ksav Seifer fought against this and they wanted to make that the from, the Charei de Kehilas, should be autonomous. They should be on their own. They shouldn't have to be subjugated and subject to anything that goes on in the Jewish Congress. And uh, in Yaradeya Kufnun Ches he writes, Ba'amalacha Merubah, he writes in the middle of this that that the melacha is 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 maruba. It's not one day. It's not two days. This is a melacha for many days. Mitzvah ledayrus. I'm doing some things for generations. to make sure things remain strong. And in fact, in Tafresh Lamid, which was actually the year that in uh, the Congress, 1870, he wrote this while the Congress was actually meeting in Budapest. Um, or in Pest, actually. So he actually went there. And in Archaim Simon Beis, he writes that, Avicha um, Basakim Rabim. Your, your father's very busy. He says, Hanoigim This is something that is Negea. It's, uh, it, it, it's going to affect thousands and ten thousands. And he ends off, Poi Pest. I'm in the city of Pest. Budapest, Buda and Pest are two really cities joined together. We talked about Buda before. Ivan, uh, Alta Ivan was is Buda, and he was in Pest. That was the, where the uh, Congress took place. So he was very, very involved in this. In uh, in in in, and eventually um, things fell apart. But that's a very long, long, long uh, saga, and you could do your own research um, to see what went on in that uh, Tkufa. His last tshuva 
was written, he writes, Ka'ar Baiker, again early in the morning, Yoim Aleph of Parshas Vayechi, Tuf Reish Lamed Beis, which was Yud Beis Teves. Yud Beis Teves. And that's in Chayshem Mishpat Simul Lamed Aleph. Um, it's just interesting to note, his first tshuva that he ever wrote was about two months after the Chassam Seifer was Nifter. Chassam Seifer again was Nifter Chaf Hei Tishrei. So this was Tishrei Techejvan Tekislev Asara B'Teves of Tuf Reish. So about two and a half months after the Chassam Seifer was Nifter was his first tshuva that he wrote. And his last tshuva was exactly uh, 32 years later. Um, Yud Beis Tevis, two day, 32 years and two days. And that was the day before he, he fainted and uh, became sick. And, um, and that, was his, uh, that was his last tshuva. Now, on the day that he, the next day on Yud Gimel Tevis, he collapsed and he was very sick. And the yeshiva got up to the Sugyan Gitin, that's the Mishnah, Hayoitze Bekoiler, the one who's being taken out in chains to be, or in an, to be chains to be killed. And that was a Sugya that they were starting. There was a Shaila, should they start the Sugya? And the Ksav Seifer says he doesn't want to skip anything. And that was the Sugya they were learning. What's very interesting is that same that Tshuva, that last Tshuva that he wrote in Chaish Mishalamid Aleph is also going on the Mishnah of Hayoitze Bekoiler, the one who's going out to be killed in chains. And at the end of the tshuva, he actually signs it off. He says, komasi. He says he's weak, and this will be the end of my writing. Now he meant to say, Pashat, the end of the tshuva, I'm ending off my writing of this tshuva, but it was uh, actually, uh, uh, um is in there that this was going to be the, actually his last tshuva, the end of his writing. The chen hava, that taka was his last tshuva. He was sick for about a week. And um, he was nifter a week later on Yud Tes Teves of Tafre Shlam and Beis in the end of 1871. He had been Rav for into the 33rd year of his Rabbanus, exact amount of time that his father, Chassam Seifer, was Rav, also was 33 years in the Rav in Pressburg. And that is the legacy that the Ksav Seifer left for us. His son, the Shevet Seifer, was crowned at his Levaya as the Rav continuing the uh, Shalsheles of the Chassam Seifer and the Ksav Seifer. His Yardzai, like we said, will be Shabbos, Yud Tes Teves, and Be'ez Hashem, Bishchus, the Torah that we've said from him today, he should be a Melitz for Klai Yisrael, we should be Zeichet to Yeshuas. Kaltov, everyone.